Welcome to the Forward Talks podcast. In this episode, we focus on design thinking as a core of generating new ideas, innovation, and customer value co-creation in the constantly changing business environment. We've invited Timo Tiainen, head of strategic design for innovation from Connect Corporation, to share their case and talk about his experiences. We also have Valmet's own expert in the field, Mari Airio, industrial design manager, to present her views from Valmet. Your host is Petri Lakka from Valmet Corporation, and he'll be hosting today's discussion. Let's go! I woke up very early morning today, and uh, because of that, I, I had quite much time to read the new new articles about the design thinking. And I was I was thinking a little bit more kind of a, that that uh, seems that to me at least that uh, global companies are using design thinking in their in their uh, development processes. But what is design thinking? Design thinking in our company in Kone. Is a <clears throat> means iterative process where we are learning uh, together with customer while we are developing new things. So, so we we work closely together with customers or users uh, and iteratively uh, develop the solutions. Uh, and the point there to work with the customer is to put yourself in a customer's shoes. So you are there understanding what is the real challenge and you are there to understand whether the solution that you are developing actually helps and then you 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 iterate as you go and and the, the solutions uh, are then gradually developing towards uh, the, the thing that actually helps what do you think mari uh, in our valmet case that uh, how we are using this kind of a, uh, design thinking in our Processes. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, design thinking in general is described as a human-centered approach to innovation, um, and that based on understanding customer needs, as Timo said, and rapid prototyping iteratively <laughs> and uh, generating creative ideas. And it it also requires changes for organization because it uh, the design thinking changes the way how you develop products or services. Maybe I, I would still add uh, that it is for everyone and it's, it is very easy to learn the toolkit regardless of your background. Hmm. You mentioned the innovation also uh, in your comments. Is innovation the same as design thinking? Well, they certainly are closely related. And in our case, I work in innovation organization. We are using design thinking as a core process, how we work. Uh, and it helps us to kind of, uh, first of all, understand the a problem that we, we should solve and then understand the, the solution. Mm. Um, and I think that in design thinking, there is also two schools. One is that is very much focusing on the problem at hand. Mm. And the other one is focusing on more like a problem to be in a way that looking forward uh, in, in that sense. Uh, we we more or less represent the later one, but they can be used in a different way, uh, different stages of the process. But yeah, innovation, uh, part of innovation, I think the design thinking is is valid. Then you have, of course, agile ways of working and you have other uh, ways to, to process the things in a different maturity stages. But 
Uh, but yeah, design thinking belongs to innovation. Still, still one terminology need to a bit to clarify before we are moving ahead is this strategic foresight. Hmm. How, how do you see that, uh, Timo, in, in your cases? How much you are using this strategic kind of a, uh, is it kind of a scenario kind of a mm-hmm. uh, planning or something like that, which is a partly integrated nicely to the design thinking as well? Yeah. Well, if you if you think about the kind of uh, innovation processes, how the business are developing, there is... Uh, uh, First of all, uh, you are you are forecasting in about uh, three to five years, maybe that what is how how your kind of a business environment is changing. But when you start to look further, we call it uh, foresighting. So foresighting is looking beyond what you are doing uh, with forecasting. So understanding how your business environment is changing. And as we know, in, in uh, R&D or innovation area, it may take some time in order to get the new things to the market. You also should look to the future when the market, mm. when, when you are able to reach the market. So, mm. so forecasting is about that. Scenario is one tool uh, in forecasting, uh, foresighting, meaning that, that you build a kind of view how the, the world is changing. Uh, and then in the end of the, the uh, scenario, you have this future image. So mm. the, the, how the world would look, for example, 2035, where your business is then operating. Uh, and, and to make that kind of understandable and feasible uh, for, for, for everybody in your organization, the stakeholders. Uh, and that's, uh, I think that's very important for design thinking as well, because you kind of show the environment where you are operating and you are doing that in R&D always in design thinking you know where you understand the kind of context of the of the business where you are operating is it almost like put the virtual classes on and be in the future maybe together with the customers with the suppliers with the kind of a Uh, different parties that uh, needs to be involved to be successful in the in the kind of like a product development, for example, or or strategic kind of uh, planning. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yes, yes. I don't know how how you you are in involvement doing it, but but yes, we are we are trying to illustrate um, the future. Uh, you can use uh, virtual classes if you like, but in a way, the the thing is that make it as realistic as you can make the decision makers see the future rather than imagine the future. Because if we are imagining, the problem is that every one of us is imagining a different thing. <laughs> And then we are kind of we are making decisions based on a kind of a various views of the future. So when somebody is kind of visualizing it, somebody is showing how it is, uh, then we have a common view. But in order to have a common view, you need to have people involved to do the common view. So customers and your internal stakeholders, we need to do it together. Uh, and then we can start to analyze that, okay, what does it mean for us, our business, how to succeed in that environment? So Mari, do we have a similar crystal ball like what the Kone <laughs> has right now, thinking about the future and, uh, and uh, well, uh, strategic forecasting? 
Uh, yeah, it is, it is said that, for example, sustainability is innovation frontier 21st century. And if you don't um, get on that train, you will lost. And so re- we really need to look to the future. We don't have crystal ball, but we, we um, do foresight work um, in different part of organization. Um, but uh, in this context, the role of design is still a little bit unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, one part of designer's work is to uh, create visions and future concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a larger scale, we still have learning to do that we recognize the design and design thinking, um, how we can use it also at, at, at a more strategic level. But do you need to have a, a designer background to understand what is uh, strategic uh, designing or, or designing overall? Well, I think absolutely not. Mm. Okay. You shouldn't. I agree. You shouldn't. Uh, on the other hand, uh, kind of on contrary, you, you should have multiple uh, uh, background people uh, doing doing this job. You, you need to understand the desirability. They're typically designers are there looking how how desirable the solution is but then you need to have a viability viability for is for business people in our case how how to make this kind of profitable and then you need to have feasibility technology to enable the things so so having a diverse teams and diverse way of thinking is absolutely a must for this. Mm. Otherwise, designers just make beautiful, desirable things, but they are not feasible or viable. So kind of implementation is then the missing it. Well, implementation, but there is also technology foresight, you know, where yeah. the technology is going. There is also a business foresight, how the business is developing, what kind of a Uh, monetizing models are there uh, after after tens of years so so you need to you you, you need to think forward um, with all of these uh, kind of areas you strongly kind of uh, pointed uh, timo that uh, this customer uh, involvement is essential part of the uh, uh, design thinking and uh, overall the design process how do you see as a connect that uh, how, how many cases you are you have uh, and using the customer in, in this kind of a design kind of a processes. Can we even uh, measure that way, the things? Well, we did uh, for a while, but I think that may- maybe the story how we ended up there is, is interesting because maybe 10 years ago when we started to have this process, we used to work in a way that the R&D is in a secrecy. It's, it's hidden from everybody. These are kind of top secret stuff that you are doing. Mm. Uh, and you don't show them to customers so that it don't kind of uh, leak out. We started to then uh, bring uh, service design competencies to us and we started to understand that actually we are guessing. We are guessing what is the customer's real problem and we are guessing that our solution are, are actually fulfilling what customer is looking for. Uh, and guessing is not a good idea even in innovation. Uh, so then we started to kind of gradually build the way of working towards a kind of understanding the customer problem and vali- validation came there. So early validating the concepts and that sort of things. But but validating, you already are setting the scope mm. for the things. You know, where you are saying that this is the scope I'm working for and then you are asking customers' opinions. Mm. 
Uh, but you already kind of set the scope. Customer really says that what you are doing is uh, is really saying that this is not valuable for me. Mm. They are just kind of commenting what you are scoping out. And now we have developed towards the situation that we need to find the right problem with the customer so that the customer is there from the very, very beginning. And it is absolutely very different approach. Uh, we as a company use now customer insight in all of our projects. Uh, and of course, the, there are variation in a way that how mature it is, how open yeah. it is, and that sort of things. And in some cases, when you are developing a kind of better technology, you don't have to ask from the customer that, should I have a better technology? You, you can decide that yourself. But for the, those things where you are talking about customer value, you should take the customer in from the beginning, and that's what Kone does. Is customer willing to join this kind of a joint project that they, they need to put their own body into the kind of a uh, development as well? Uh, how, how do you see it in, in your Connect cases? Uh, well, it's it's a very good question. Uh, and that's why we actually in the beginning started foresighting. Because if you think about yourself and your calendar, you don't have time for this unless it's valuable for you. Uh, and you might do it for a kind of customer, uh, kind of a supplier relationship that, okay, I will, I will do this as a favor. But then you are only getting those people that you are anyways talking to. If you want to kind of talk to a kind of strategic party of your customer, you need to somehow give incentive for them to, to join. Mm. And our incentive has been that we are kind of developing these foresights, the view of the future. And there is many of those, not only one, because we don't know which one is going to be. And we propose to our customers that, hey, we have built our view. It is uh, relatively close to your business as, as we are developing solutions for your business. Would you like to hear about it? And then we... We share our view of the future, not kind of teaching manner, but in a way that let's think about it together. And that is how we are providing something valuable for our customers uh, and getting their airtime and getting them to talk to us. Uh, so, so you need to, of course, offer something for the customer to use time. What about the environment? We have even a training program for, for this kind of a joint innovation with the, with yeah. the, the customer. Uh, we have um innovation pathway program where we uh, teach our organization to use design thinking approach and and be more innovative. And we are also uh, just started um, to share our our own know-how in uh, for non-designers. Uh, we have started a design agent program where we um, share our design knowledge to our, our, our own specialists and mm. also other, other stakeholders. And that, kind, that way we try to uh, get more design-minded people into our organization. If we come back to this, uh, I was thinking a little bit this uh, customer involvement and then uh, what we are thinking quite much, and I think that Kone is doing the same value proposition. We have some sad uh, cases in the market recently also that we have seen that 
the uh, value proposition is not in the in the place uh, and uh, we have seen that uh, even the big companies are disappeared would uh, this kind of a tool like a design thinking uh, help these kind of companies which struggle with the value proposition their own value proposition uh, towards their customers I think that when the when the situation is that the market is changing, there's disruption happening, as we see now happening. Uh, strategic foresighting, uh, design thinking, are good tools to to kind of uh, manage that situation. Because uh, if the business is very stable, we we sell elevators tomorrow. The elevators are same but better than they used to be. Um, of course, you don't necessarily need foresight how the world is changing. But when the situation is like it tends to be nowadays, that there are new technologies coming, the kind of our global environment is changing, there is logistic chains are broken, uh, suddenly you see that your operational environment is is very different. The millennials are starting to be the decision makers and they are used for very different tools than what happened before. Uh, <coughs> then you 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 need to understand what's going on and what will be happening. And then it is very useful mm. to look for the future in in holistic way. Um, and, and when you are using design thinking tools, you are putting yourself into shoes of a customer. You are looking your business from outside in view. And you start to say that, okay, in this environment, I would want to have maybe this kind of business models. And I would want to have the deliveries happening like this. Uh, because my business is dependent on this kind of facts. And there you go then. Uh, I, I think that that would help. Uh, but you need to be openly kind of looking it and not kind of saying that I know what I do and yeah. uh, and, and my business is what it is and it has been like that for decades. Uh, so, so, so you need to be uh, open for new and that's that is needed and it might be that's difficult a big challenge. Yeah. it is that's it is challenge, it is yeah. hey uh, let, let's jump into the thinking about a little bit uh, key performance indicators around this uh, subject and uh, uh, i think that we as a, as a big big companies we love to have different type of the kpis to measure how successful we are with the certain things, uh, uh, how, how do you see both? This is for both both of you. How do you see these KPIs? Do we have any relevant KPIs with what could measure this uh, design thinking and uh, and strategic thinking and uh, even foresighting somehow? Do do you have, for example, in Kone some uh, examples that what how you are measuring that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I go first, uh, yes, um, KPIs we have those, and I think KPIs are important. Because if you don't have KPIs, you don't know when you are ready. You, if you can't measure that this is where we are aiming at, you can never say, okay, we are there now. So, uh, But in the early development area, KPIs need to be very quick in a way that you know that you are working towards the right direction. Mm. And the problem is that, uh, that if you are using these traditional uh, business KPIs, takes a long time before you know that okay did we get a better margin did we get a better sales or better better kind of a share of, of the customer's wallet or whatever uh, so so you need to have a kind of quicker quicker kpis and we use these leading kpis to do that 
So we are measuring customer behavior. Okay. Uh, and w- what it means is that is customer using time to innovate together with us? Is customer nominating people to, to, to our common teams? Are they sharing their data? Uh, are they openly talking then at some point about their business challenges? Because they are company secrets. If they are, why would they do that? They, they do that because they see value in the work that we are doing. And that is then telling us that, that we are doing something that is, is connected to customer value. I have a must to ask, uh, do you share these KPIs together with the customer? Do they have a similar KPIs, maybe a slightly different kind of a perspective, but do they have a similar KPIs in, in the, in, in, for that case? Uh, they might have some KPIs that we are not aware of, but we, we typically do also our common set of KPIs so that we, we also have a common targets. We are forming a common team, so we have a common KPIs. Then, of course, Kone has own KPIs, which are maybe not relevant for the customer. I, I would assume customer has their KPIs as well that they don't share with us. But in a way, yeah. They measure that. So. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Mari? Do we have any, like a paper machine side? Yeah, we have just improved the way how we uh, measure the value and benefits of a design. And um, to ensure the design maturity in our organization, uh, starting from late 2021, we have been used um, McKinsey Design Index, um, and there's four teams. Uh, we are measuring user experience, continuous improvement, collaboration, and, and analytic leadership. And uh, for example, we measure um, how effective is our design department at Um, fostering innovation, developing people, or renewing design performance. One question is also a voice of the customer heard or presented in every uh, development meeting. And I think that uh, these are uh, essential metrics for the entire organization, not only design design operations. Good, good. Hey... <sighs> Before we are now closing this interesting discussion, just thinking about, let's take a crystal ball back to the table and and thinking about the future. How how do you see, like in the corner, uh, what are the next steps in the in the development of the design thinking in your organization? Uh-huh. Well, I think that we are going more like uh, connecting. Um, business development uh, as a closer part of the of the innovating and and doing design thinking now of course technology people and design people have already used to work together it's co- common practice bringing business to that is a next step i think that will develop uh, and having a customer integral part of our innovation and design thinking process in a way that no project goes forward without a kind of customer being involved, uh, not only as validating partner, but innovating partner. I think that is that's the way to go. That is something that we need to have, have it and to scale it everywhere we are operating. Of course, Kone is a massive company, uh, so so the maturity builds in some slot and then you scale it to to other areas and uh, the maturity can be different in different parts of the world 
Uh, but we of course need to build tools so that every everybody can start to use it. We 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 need to build success cases so that that people understand that what can be the outcome in a way uh, in it, mm. uh, and 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 then we can scale it up. And and from uh, let's say end user point of view, I'm using uh, lift and elevators, corner elevators. Uh, well, quite often. So uh, is is the fact that I see good result of the uh, of of design thinking when I'm using in the future also the corner elevators. User experience improved further. For mm. example, is that. I think yes. Mm. I think that is that is one of the things. More of, automated systems. <laughs> yeah, maybe if that's what the what the people are wanting, or more fluent uh, flows in the buildings. Maybe that would be the automated result of the automated systems. Uh, but yeah, customers are purchasing our products. End users not, but end users are very important. Um, kind of a stakeholder for our customers. That's why they are building the buildings. That's why they are running the buildings and so forth. So that's why we study also quite a bit of user behavior, how elevators are used and how people are moving in the buildings and maybe in between the buildings as well. Uh, But we as such, we don't offer anything directly for end users. Mm. Uh, but of course, our product should be fulfilling the, the needs of, of, of them. But we have the customer in between who is purchasing the, the product and, and or the service and, and, and then delivering the value to the end user. Great. Mari, what about you? You have a great opportunity to close this discussion. With the, <laughs> yeah, with the it was so fascinating to hear <laughs> Timo's answer that could you repeat the original question? <laughs> the original question is how you see the, the future of the in, uh, this kind of a design thinking environment. That, uh, yeah, um, history has shown that design can have a very vulnerable position in an in an organization in um, changing business environment um, if design knowledge is dependent only on one or two uh, people and in order to get a full potential out of uh, design benefit and strengthen the maturity of design the design knowledge must be a strong part of the way organization operates and makes decisions mm. um thus we have uh, started the scale up design know-how as i told earlier and we have that design agent program and um, the goal is to get more design-minded people um, so that there we have more people who share the design know-how and share the know-how also in their own teams and um, this is one way to embed design in, in the organization and th- I think that this is very important Uh, when we think about uh, how design thinking can develop in the future in uh, in Valmet. and and r- I think that in general raising the maturity of design um, requires influencing many other other things than just um, the work of design team and there we come back to the collaboration that we talked earlier yeah. good thank thank you thank you thank you Thank you for listening to the Forward Talks podcast.